You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I want to give a big shout-out to all our listeners live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network, live YouTube stream. We got a good show for you on a Wednesday as we get you ready for week three of the NFL and the fantasy football season. I got my man Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter, with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. And if you want to join the show tonight, you absolutely can. The number to call is 844-843-6879. You could also find us on Twitter. I got a poll question up if you want to contribute that way. You absolutely can. I ask you tonight, which struggling NFL and fantasy football offense do you have faith might be able to rebound Make it better, fix what ails them, and still contend. These are three teams that uh, some people thought were playoff contenders. Um, I'm talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm talking about the New York football Giants. And I'm also talking about the Seattle Seahawks. I have an option out there as well for none of them right away. Clayton Trahan has already responded saying quite possibly three of the worst offensive lines I have ever seen. I have a theory on why that may be. I shared a little bit of it with my boy Mikey Florio last week and you know who actually agrees with me Bill Belichick agrees with me I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that a little bit later on and also what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to give you my previews for week three we're going to try hope to get through the early slate of games giving you my previews as well what to look for who to sit who to start who to fade so you could win your leagues and win that cash and as you know the phone lines will be open my man Chris Bavone is going to take good care of you we seem like we got some calls we will get to your calls this hour if you have trade questions, if you have ad questions, if you have, you know, um, you know, if your waiver wire hasn't run yet for some response, some reason, I've got you. We're going to hold you down so you can win. I will tell you this, though. We're going to do, uh, when we come out of break, we're going to start right away with, uh, you know, guys who practiced, guys who didn't practice. And I'm seeing a trend. I'm seeing a trend right now where a lot of people are not practicing on Wednesdays. But I'm telling you, I don't necessarily think it means what it used to. I think in the NFL, they're starting to kind of manage people's bodies a little bit better. And they're realizing that there is no reason to put these studs that, you know, are still a little soar right back out there on practice Wednesday. You're going to see a lot of guys riding the bike that are ultimately playing. A lot of guys sitting out where they're just managing his practice. So when I go through this list of guys that didn't practice today, take it with a grain of salt. Don't react rashly, but I will give you that list. We're going to talk about offensive line play. I'm going to preview games of week three, and we're going to take your calls at 844-843-6879. When we come back, we let it go. We are dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Brass Monkey! Yeah, you know what it is. Little Beastie Boys bringing you back as we drop stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician. Have some news and notes and injury reports from around the NFL as we get ready for week three. Sam Bradford, quote-unquote, felt better and more important than how he felt. How he felt, he was on the field and he actually practiced today. I think that is a great sign that he will, in fact, play week three against, I believe, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And not only is that important for Sam Bradford, but if you are an owner of Adam Thielen, if you are an owner of Kyle Rudolph, if you are an owner of my man Stefan, can you digs it? You can rest a little bit easy. If he's out there practicing this earlier in the week, unless he has a setback, I think it is good news for Sam Bradford and the Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings. Tyler Eifert, on the other hand, did not practice today. He's nursing both back and knee injuries. I think that is even more reason to give a big bump up to A.J. Green. He might be in my DFS lineup this week. A little plug right there for our Friday show, and I give you my DFS lineup. Also, news out of New England. We got a lot of stuff going on in New England. Danny Amendola is back at practice. Remember, I told you his mom makes the best meatballs coming back from the head injury. They didn't really call it the concussion protocol per se, but Amendola back at practice. It looks like he might be good to go for their game against the Houston Texans this week. On the other side, though, Rob Gronkowski did not practice because of that groin injury. Rex Burkhead did not practice because of his ribs injury. To me, this means even more potential for James White in uh, as a PPR back, maybe in DFS as well. Remember how we say it's hard to tell which Patriot is going to pop off on any given week. Well, these injuries might help uh, clear up the picture for you a little bit. Ironically, two different running backs today, there are reports that they went and asked their coach for a, a few more carries. Okay, first of all, we got um, Isaiah Crowell in Cleveland, went to Hugh Jackson, and I was just talking with Tony Sincata on the Lineup Lock Live show, and he said, you know, it makes sense. You talk about that when you're about to face the Indianapolis Colts. It's like, uh, you know, teams calling a team meeting when they know they got their ace on the mound the next day. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. But also the Giants, Orleans Darkwa, has said that he's looking for a little bit more carries. Remember, so far, Paul Perkins has not been the answer. But the biggest scapegoat out of anybody here in New York is definitely left tackle Eric Flowers. However, Ben McAdoo has said that they are definitely sticking with Flowers as their left tackle. However, McAdoo might give up play calling Uh duties. And I think that's very interesting because we also talk about this Ben McAdoo system. The Ben McAdoo system. Well, if Ben McAdoo isn't calling plays anymore, what does that mean? I'm telling you, the Giants are blunt 
guts trash. Corey Davis, the young wide receiver, rookie wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans, he has been ruled out with that hamstring injury. DeMarco Murray also not practicing. He also has a hamstring leg injury. So could it be a little bit more Derrick Henry this week for the Tennessee Titans? Could it be a little bit more Rashard Matthews, Delaney Walker for the Tennessee Titans? Also, like I said, a lot of people missing practice today. And here's the concept. Remember how years ago there used to be the probable, the questionable, the doubtful, and they changed that all around? Now, if you want to get your um, insight, I think the thing to look about at the practice reports, okay? You want to see if they're not practicing, if they're limited, or if they're full. I think the full practice on that we're going to get on Thursday, that's the new like probable tag. But if they're still limited or not practicing tomorrow, then I sound the alarm. And these are people to keep an eye on because they did not practice today. Ravens running back Terrence West didn't practice because of a thigh injury. That helped him out of some of the game last week. Remember, Buck Allen got so many snaps. The travel across the pond in that London game probably doesn't help him either. Keep an eye on Terrence West. Jarvis Landry did not practice because of a knee. They might be just managing his days. He played through that last week in week two. Kelvin Benjamin did not practice because of rib and knee injuries. I think they're just managing it him as well. He said he's just sore. I think he's in line for a big uptick and maybe a little bit of a breakout. Remember, the Panthers have lost Greg Olson to IR. Jordan and Reed did not practice with that chest issue. This one could be a little bit more serious, okay? They said that, quote-unquote, he is just not healthy right now, and it is a shame because on Sunday night football, the Washington football team, they play against the Oakland Raiders, and the Raiders are one of the worst teams in the league at defending the tight end. So if he was out there, I would love Reed this weekend, but that is not the case, unfortunately. Jimmy Graham did not practice for the Seattle Seahawks today. Looks like he's going to get the questionable tag because of that ankle injury. And Randall Cobb in Green Bay also did not practice. All right, here's the thing I want to talk to you about. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, and I know you guys do, and I appreciate it. I see the numbers out there on the YouTube, on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. So many ways to keep it locked in the Fantasy Freestyle. But if you listen to the show, you know that I have been talking about the offensive line play and how these are things that don't change. I've been saying at wide receiver, at running back, you talk about next man up. You know, Jordan Howard's arm in a sling, Tarek Cohen, next man up. It's all good. Allen Robinson goes down. Doesn't matter. Allen Hearns, next man up. You can't do that with the offensive line. The offensive line is such an issue uh, that they're supposed to be playing together. And I've said that this uh, has two main things. One, the offensive linemen in college are actually doing a different job than offensive linemen in the pros. With all these spread offenses, one of the things you know you know about quarterbacks, but offensive linemen, they don't understand how to you know slide one way, how to pull, things like that. And here's the other thing, and this is what Bill Belichick also says, which I think is very interesting. Remember, one of the things I was saying is because of the new collective bargaining agreement, that there is not enough practice time for these guys. You can't really cultivate their skill, their footwork, you know, these sorts of things. And I think that is a very big issue. Listen to what Bill Belichick said today. He was on the conference call in advance of the game with the Texans, with all the Houston beat reporters, okay? This happens every week. Listen to what he said, and I quote, I think in general, fundamentally, it's difficult to play on the offensive line. You're playing a contact position with pads, but you're practicing it without pads the majority of the time. And that develops a lot of bad habits and a lot of the techniques that a player needs to have a chance to work on and improve on with pads. That opportunity just isn't there anymore. 
He says it's hard to improve at these positions without being able to practice, and that it favors the defensive line because they have at least some tempo and they get some contact and they're the aggressor in this situation. But that for the offensive line specifically, you know, this idea of the combination blocks, the pulling blocks, exactly the stuff that they don't have to do in college, okay? And that that is a big reason why. Check out the analogy Bill Belichick makes. He says it's like the game of golf, okay? He says, and I... I quote, it's like you go out to the driving range and hit drives, hit golf balls, but you can't go out onto the putting green. And then to think that your putting is going to be at the same level as your driving when you really can't practice it, it's not realistic. He says, but again, all the teams are operating under the same set of rules, so it is what it is. I have been making this point. I am going to be beating this drum all season long. The offensive lines in the NFL are piss poor. They are blunt guts trash, and they are not getting better because you don't have the time to practice. That is part of the reason why I put up this poll question. Which of these struggling offenses will rebound? I personally think the answer is none of the above. I think you wouldn't think about this naturally, but I think everybody knows about, you know, oh, I'm going to stream a defense against the Jets. Oh, I'm going to stream a defense against Scott Tolstein or Jacoby Brissett and the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, the Buffalo Bills, the San Francisco 49ers, the Houston Texans, their offenses are trash. Don't get it twisted. The New York Giants offense is not getting better anytime soon. They go up against the Philadelphia Eagles who bring a pass rush at home in their home opener. Go right now and get the Philadelphia Eagles defense. They're going to sack Eli Manning about six times on Sunday. You talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Their offensive line is not getting any better. They consciously decided to not bring back Wentworth, to not bring back Zeitler. They're a pro bowl left tackle and left guards. They let those guys walk in free agency. You see what's happening to Andy Dalton right now? Yeah, they go to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. You saw what B.J. Daniels did against that Seattle Seahawks line? In week one, I expect the same thing. I don't care who the offensive coordinator is. And that brings me to Seattle. Seattle Seahawks. They are going to Tennessee. Yeah, they have Russell Wilson. Yeah, he has some escape ability. But have you seen that running game recently? Chris Carson may be the guy to save them, but I don't know if that's the case. Whether it's Eddie Lacy, Thomas Rawls, or if it is the new stud waiver wire ad, Chris Carson, I'm not so sure it's going to work out. I'm telling you right now, this is a trend that is not going to stop in the football season. These offensive lines are dog meat. So remember that when you make your fantasy football lineups on DFS or in accepting trades, whatever the case may be, when we come back, I got this, um, I got the calls lighting up, okay? We're going to take your calls. I got some people who I've heard from before, my boy Steve in Massachusetts. We got Paul E.T. coming back. We're going to take your calls when we come back, dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle because as Chris Bavona plays, it is time for us to try to get some money like our name was Junior Mafia. 844-843-6879. Come on back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Red heat and rage. 
These people that tweeted at Brandon Marshall, first off, yeah, you're a stupid, jerk-off, pathetic, scum of the earth if you're tweeting at the other uh, Brandon Exactly. Marshall. Did you think me and you tweeted LaShawn McCoy and said thanks for the negative well, carries? Well, I know what Brandon Marshall's going through. Yeah. Anybody that has Brandon Marshall in fantasy football, you're it, an idiot. You deserve to lose. <laughs> like, really, oh, I lost because of you, Brandon Marshall. No, you lost because you're a stupid <laughs> that drafted Brandon Marshall. Weekdays from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules, can stop the pain, and get you the best deal. We connect you with a team of former IRS agents and tax professionals who will get the IRS off your back. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Call Tax Solutions now. Time is running out. Call 800-910-9962. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Like I said, we are going to open up the phone lines right here. The number to call is 844-843-6879. I got my man, Steve in Massachusetts. He's going to lead us off here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And he wants to talk about uh, Samaji Pirine. I hear you in the background, though, Steve. I hear myself in the background. Turn that off or mute it real quick when you're on because you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm sorry about the missing you. Uh, missing the call last time. I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, I, I was going to tell you real quick uh, yesterday about my waiver claims. I I picked up uh, Benjamin Watson, Rashad Higgins, and uh, I ended up getting the Patriots defense. So uh, hopefully it, it all works out this week. I, I just grabbed Benjamin Watson just in case something happens to Jimmy Graham. Hey, but uh, real quick, my question was with uh, Samadhi P. Ryan. Um, if uh, Rob Kelly doesn't go, should I add this guy? Because I remember he was a preseason darling. Everybody said that this guy was going to win the job from Rob Kelly. and But uh, I don't even know what's going on with Rob Kelly. It seems like he might play. Uh, the, rib, the rib injury might not be too serious. But, like, if he, if he goes down... Uh, like, if it turns out he, he can't play, like, should I just add this guy? Sure. Uh, 
Thanks for the call, Steve. Thanks for the call, Steve. When it comes to Samaj P.P. Ryan, that's interesting. Yeah, he was a darling during the preseason. I would temper my expectations when it comes to Samaj P.P. Ryan. First of all, Fat Rob Kelly, he's dealing with a rib issue. He's still day-to-day. We haven't had word on him just yet. But I've actually been saying that Chris Thompson is the Washington back to own, okay? Whether you're in PPR formats or not, it is Chris Thompson who has really accelerated. I understand the love for Samaji Pirine, but here's what I'm talking about on Pirine. He is a guy who may ascend a little bit later on in the season, maybe a viable stash, but if you're looking for production right now, the answer in Washington is Chris Thompson, not necessarily Samaji Pirine. I gotta say though, Steve, I love your pickup of Ben Watson, okay? Joe Flacco and the Ravens, they utilize the tight end a lot. Joe Flacco last week only had five attempts that went to wide receivers. He's getting Ben Watson involved, and I think that's the way they're going to attack Jacksonville this Sunday in London because remember Jalen Ramsey, AJ Bouye, they can lock down those Baltimore wide receivers. So I like the Watson pickup. Next up on the fantasy freestyle, it is Paulie T. You're calling from East Chester. We heard from you yesterday. How can I help you out today? We're talking running backs here on the fantasy freestyle. What's going on, man? Uh, thanks for taking my question. Um, again, I'm in a 12 man PPR league. Um, I've been listening to the last half hour, and I'm on board with the Philly D uh, this week. Absolutely. Um, here comes here, here comes my question. Um, I agree. I think uh, Jordan Reed this this rib issue. They say it's been nagging. Um, just in case he doesn't, you know, suit up. Um, I just heard the last caller talking about Watson, but my other choices are Ebron or Miller, and I'm pretty much going to go with Stafford this week. So. Sure, 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 sure. So uh, I love Ebron. I love Stafford. I love all the guys you're talking about. I'm not sure exactly what the question was in there, but if it was going back to Washington, I'm telling you, it is about Chris Thompson. Let's keep it moving, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Chris in Tampa. Chris in Tampa has an interesting flex call. Uh, uh, So let's hear it. Chris, you're on uh, Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? What's up, Martinez, man? Thank you for having me on the show. Um, so my question is, is a WR2 and a flex for our 12-team PP, half-point PPR big boy league here? Okay. So I got um, – I'm starting Adams. So I now the next one's going to be Des Bryant against Peters, Dalvin Cook against the Tampa Bay, maybe no Sam, and then I got uh, Devontae Parker against the Jets. I need a WR2 and a flex, and I'm like – in that situation there. Sure. So it's Des Bryant. Um, you said Dalvin Cook, I believe, and then you said Parker against the Jets. So you need a wide out too, yes. and, and then you need the flex. So I like Cook in the flex. I definitely like Cook in the flex. Okay, um, because I like that guaranteed touches. You never know how many targets or opportunities these guys are going to get. When it comes to Des or Devonte Parker, I think this is very close. If you want to know the truth, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually go with. Uh, Des Bryant on Monday night. I know that Patrick Peterson may be on him, and I know that Des has struggled a little bit. I actually think this is kind of when Des can pop off a little bit. When it comes to Devontae Parker, here's my concern with Devontae Parker this week. I think they get up big against the Jets. 
And I think they wind up doing a little bit of Jai. I think that's going to be the guy on Miami who's going to get most of this production. I think Devontae Parker, they may try to go downfield to him, but watch. You're going to hate it when you own Devontae Parker. And Devontae Parker was wide open, and then it's a pass interference call instead of a reception. And they wind up plugging Jay Ajayi in from inside the five. I also think when it comes to Miami that I was surprised by the amount of targets and catches that Jarvis Landry got last week, even though he had that knee injury. I think he had something like 13 catches and like 16 targets. I think that is what's going to continue. I don't think they're going to need to go down the field with Devontae Parker. So I'm going Cook and I'm going Dez. But thank you so much for the call, Chris, in Tampa. Next up, next up is John in New York City. John, you're right here near Studio 34. Come on by to Rock and Riley's next time, man. Come on by. I'll buy you a drink. We could do it that way. But John in New York City, you are dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle what's up oh yeah man what's up so i got a quick question uh standard league who to start here uh as a wide receiver so i, I got two and i'm looking to plug one in my flex because mm-hmm. my running back situation is pretty rough right now yep so obviously i got aj green as my one and the two in the flex i'll let you know who i got so i have parker who you just talked about mm-hmm. uh marvin jones stefan diggs garcon and herners oh and higgins who I think I like against Indiana this week. Yep, I also like Higgins against Indianapolis, okay? So I like Higgins. Um, I like Higgins this week. I told you my feelings on Parker. And then the other two guys that are left are Jones and Diggs, okay? I like the fact that Sam Bradford was practicing today, okay? So because of that, first of all, Marvin Jones is also one of those kind of whack-a-mole offenses. On a week-to-week basis in Detroit, I love Matthew Stafford, but it's going to be hard to figure out. Will it be Golden Tate? Will it be Marvin Jones? Will it be Eric Ebron? Will it be Theo Will it be Kenny Galladay? You know, so because of that instability um, and the fact that Sam Bradford practiced today, I'm taking Higgins and I'm taking my man Stefan. Can you dig it? That's where I'm going, my man John. Uh, come on by and see me sometime. Next up on the fantasy freestyle right now, we got Saeed in Toronto. Saeed in Toronto has a quarterback question. Hey, Saeed, you're dropping stats over beats. You're on the fantasy freestyle. What's up? Yeah, what's up, man? Um, I actually have two quick questions. The first one is, would you start Breeze or Winston this week? And the second one is, do you think David Johnson is worth an add-in stash? So I got a buddy who is willing to take Chris Carson for David Johnson. And so I can put him on my bench, and then I got a giant on starting. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. Fair enough, fair enough. Keep Chris Carson and do not try to take David Johnson. He's trying to fool you. You want no part of David Johnson. I do not believe David Johnson is going to be doing much of anything this year. He may come back in the month of December when you're in your fantasy playoffs, but I wouldn't risk it. And quite frankly, I believe the Arizona Cardinals are going to be out of contention by that point in time anyway. And so they're going to tell David Johnson, hey, just rest up for next year. Your other question was about quarterbacks and I believe it was Breeze or Winston. I'm going with Drew Breeze there. Listen, Drew Breeze is someone you run out every week. I don't care that he's outside the dome. I don't care that it is a road division opponent at Carolina. I'm rolling out Drew Breeze. Jameis Winston is facing the Minnesota Vikings and I think the Minnesota Vikings have a quality secondary, okay? We're talking about Xavier Bumpy Rhodes. We're talking about the ageless wonder Terrence Newman. I want to see what Jameis 
Jameis Winston and this new offense does away from home. Yeah, they look good against the Bears in their home opener, but I want to see if I think it might be very different at Minnesota. Remember what Minnesota did to even Drew Brees. Because of that, I like Drew Brees, and I don't even really think it's close, my friend. All right, let's keep it moving here. We are on the Fantasy Freestyle. I have Renee in Connecticut. Renee in Connecticut, you are on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you out this fine Wednesday evening? Hey, what's going on, Speeds? How you feeling, man? Hey, 2-0. Oh. I'm sitting pretty. Yeah. I, I, I called last week. I said I was real excited with my team. I still am. Good. I'm still up top. You know, I got the most points. I mean, I got a sick squad, man. So uh, I, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Um, but uh, my question is, man, um, so Landry and uh, Cobb are both banged up, I see. And I know you talked about the uh, injury report. Right. But I got Cooper Cup on the bench, and he's playing tomorrow night against 49ers. So I'm wondering um, with the, with you know, I'm not sure what the injuries are for those two guys. Should I roll with Coop and take one of them out or should I just wait to see what happens with them on Thursday? Sure. Let me tell you this, and thanks for the call. And first of all, Renee, I love how Renee has a disclaimer, first of all, like, yo, my team is so good. I'm already 2-0. I love my team. I appreciate that, Renee. I hope your team stays going well, and hopefully part of it is because you're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, man, I would. I would insert Cooper Cup, and I would do it for Randall Cobb. The reason I pick Randall Cobb over Landry is because, especially in these PPR formats, Landry, if he plays, he's going to get his target. Okay, with Randall Cobb, even if he does play, there's so many mouths to feed in Green Bay that I'm not sure that it's sustainable. Remember, Jordy Nelson is still 50-50. You also got Ty Montgomery out of the backfield and so many other options that, yeah, if you want to be safe and your option to be safe is tomorrow night, yeah, go with Cooper Cup and do it in place of Randall Cobb. That's what I would say. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, I see that there's still a couple more calls, okay? So when we come back, I'm going to try and get to you guys. I see Charlie in Minnesota. I see you with Reed in Michigan. We're going to try and get to you at Spitting Speeds. We're dropping stats over beats here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're also going to, uh, I'm going to give you some of my previews on the early slate as well if we have time. When we come back right here, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, live on iHeartRadio, live on TuneIn Radio, and of course, live on the YouTube stream. We're going to take a couple more callers. Yo, and if you want to holler, you still can. 844-843-6879. Come on right back. Fantasy Freestyle, you heard. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and stream it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Let Me Ride. Now, this is one of the least played tracks off of what is a great West Coast albums in the early 90s, making it happen. Dr. Dre and the SNOOP. We're coming back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We have a lot of calls still left. I'm going to get to some of your calls in a hot second. But what I got to tell you also is all the stuff I'm giving you, the who to start, who to play, the DFS lineups, especially the DFS lineups. You know what you should do with those? You should go on over to DailyRoto.com or rotoexperts.com slash DKMS right now, okay? Here's what you could do. You could enter into a free DFS contest and here's what we're doing in this collaboration with DKMS to help fight blood cancer. First of all, on the fantasy football side, right? You could enter a DFS contest every week, week 1 through 16. If you win any of those, you get entered into a contest for week 17. If you win that one, you then win two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota in early February. Hey, that's a no-lose situation, right? And here's the other thing you could do. When you go on over there, you learn a lot about the disease that is blood cancer and how you can help. And one of the best ways that you can help is you could register to be a donor, okay? You could be a blood donor, a bone marrow donor. My man Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter, is registered. I need to do it too. You need to do it too. It's a no-lose situation. You could potentially help save a life and you could potentially go to the Super Bowl up in Minnesota. All right, we still got some calls that I want to get to. We're going to try and get to as many as we can in this segment. Our first one is Reed. Reed, you are in Michigan. How can I help you out? It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call again. Absolutely. What's up? Um, you, you told me to sit Martez Bryant last week. But I'm not too mad about it. <laughs> yeah, but here's what I also anyway. told you. Wait a second. Anyway. Here's what I also told you, Reed. I told you he is a kind of home run play. He didn't get a ton of receptions. It's just he takes those receptions to the house. So that's going to be the case with Brian every single week. There's going to be some weeks where he has like four catches for 130 yards and a touchdown. Then there's going to be some weeks where he has like three targets because still Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are going to be the two primary options for Big Ben. It didn't work out for you. I apologize, but thanks for coming. Coming on back, I'm going to try and help you out this week. What's up? So I just I made a trade this afternoon, and I want to hear what you think about it. Sure. I, I kind of view it as like a, a low risk but high reward situation. I traded uh, Jameson Crowder, and I got Jordan Howard. So I was wondering if that was a good trade on my part, or if he's going to be irrelevant come later this season. He's not going to be irrelevant. He's not going to be irrelevant. Uh, yeah, we, we know about Tarek Cohen. We know about the shoulder. Here's what I would say. If you have other wide receivers, like if Crowder was your wide receiver four or five. He was it, on my bench. If he was on your bench, then I think it's a great trade, okay? Because people are really getting too panicky about Jordan Howard. This is a guy who was a second-round draft pick in many leagues going into the season. So I think this is the right time of the season, Reed. You're buying low. People are, you know, people are scared about Jordan Howard, and I think, you know, it... It could be that he, you know, gets usurped by Tarek Cohen, but I think throughout the season he's going to bounce back and the shoulder will be okay. So I really like that trade. Thanks a lot for giving me the call, Reed, out there. Charlie, yes, you thanks. are out there as well. Charlie in Minnesota, you got a question about running backs. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? Taking my call. Um, so I was just wondering. I'm, I started 0-2 because – uh, my bench keeps going off. Um, so I was just wondering about Chris McCaffrey because, I mean, he hasn't done much. 
and I have a couple other running backs that have done a lot. Of, so I was just wondering if I would. I have Zeke, so I'm actually going to start him. But I'm just wondering if I should start like Buck Allen, uh, Jaquiz Rogers, and Tariq Cohen. Any of them in my running back spot or in my flex over Christian McCaffrey. Uh, fair enough, and thanks for the call. Here's what I would do in that situation. I would get Cohen into your lineup, but as the flex. I think this is going to be the litmus test for the Carolina Panthers. I think if you've ridden out Christian McCaffrey for the first two weeks of the season, you have to do it again in week three. And the reason why is because they are at home against the New Orleans Saints. Everybody's offense has looked amazing against the New Orleans Saints. Some of these other guys that you're talking about do not have as tasty of a matchup. And also, the way to attack the Saints is via the pass. So I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be matched up against the linebacker at times, going to be creating mismatches. I think this is the last chance saloon for Christian McCaffrey, but don't fade now. I would say keep McCaffrey in your lineup this week, largely because of the matchup against the blunt guts trash pass defense that is the New Orleans Saints. But uh, Charlie, thanks for the call. Let's get to some more real quick. We got Steve in Canada. Oh, Canada. Yo, I, I love it. All my Canadians represent Presenting. Steve, you got a question. You're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I got a question about wide receivers here. So I got Evans, I got Hilton, I got Higgins that I picked up, but I got Corn as well as a flex. Um, now I don't know if I should bench Hilton and just play Cohen as um as say, a flex. Say that again. You got Evans, Evans, Richard Higgins, T. Y. Hilton, and what was the fourth? Well, the fourth would be the flex, which uh, which I'm thinking about trading, uh, switching Hilton for Cohen as a flex. Yeah, um, I do so- that. I do that. I run out Evans and Higgins, and then if you're only starting the two wide receivers and your option for the flex is T.Y. Hilton or Tarek Cohen, I'm going with Tarek Cohen. To be quite honest, I believe Tarek Cohen will have more targets, more receptions, and more receiving yards this week than T.Y. Hilton. The way that the Bears are playing right now, remember, they have the Glennon at their quarterback who's going to check it down all day long. They have all their wide receivers have been hurt, whether it was Cam Meredith at the start of the year, Kevin White. I don't know if Mark Marcus Wheaton is coming back. They're talking about Josh Bellamy getting work for them. So I think the work actually goes to Tarek Cohen and Zach Miller at the tight end position. I still say you need to fade T.Y. Hilton with this quarterback situation. Yeah, I put Cohen in the flex, and I run out Evans and Higgins at your two wide receiver spots. Thanks for the love, even all the way north of the border out there in Canada. I got a couple more questions we got to get to. Aaron in Oklahoma. Aaron, because you went to Oklahoma, is that why you drafted DeMarco Murray, back in his Sooner days, he was a beast. You got a question about him now in Tennessee. Aaron, you're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. Hey, how's it going, Dane? No, no, not not the Oklahoma thing, man. Just like I didn't go after, uh, just after I just like I didn't go after some AJP Ryan or Mixon or anything like that. Fair but, enough. Uh, <laughs> no, um, no D. D. Westbrook on your rosters on your roster. No, no. <laughs> How can, trying I help to win. You, man? How can I help you, man? Let's try and help you win. What's up? Murray. Now, we're looking at Sunday at Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. And here's the issue. is If if we look at Seattle, because Seattle's supposed to have great defense. Now, Montgomery ran for 54 yards week one, and then last week, Harlow Hyde slammed 124 yards against Seattle. 
if DeMarco Murray does play, because he's going to be the starter, like I, there is still a scary thing, you know, Harry or Henry ends up taking over, you know, mm-hmm. eventually. But for this week, if Murray does play, if he does, how effective is he going to be? And then second of all, is Seattle run defense is as good as we think it is? And is Murray going to get any kind of gain at all? Uh, thanks for the call, man. And and the, oh, sorry, appreciate it. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. And then like. The only other thing I'm looking at is, like, if if I don't play Murray, the only other people I got are, I'm looking at Frank Gore, Rob Kelly, and Chris Carson. So, you know, it's it's rough. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you, and thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. So, and that's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear who your other options, Aaron, you know, and so it's not Gore, it's not Fat Rob Kelly, but Carson is interesting, okay? I think here's the thing. What you really need to do is you need to see uh, what the practice reports come out throughout the rest of the week, okay? I told you guys at the top of the show that I'm not worried about the Wednesday practice report. I'm worried about the Thursday and or Friday reports, okay? If he is a full participant in practice later on in the week, then I think it's okay and I think you can ride out DeMarco Murray. If, however, he doesn't practice or if he's limited, then I think he might still go out there against the Seattle defense, but I think the lion's share of the carries will go to second-year running back Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is ascending in this offense. Part of the reason they have Derrick Henry is so that they can continue their exotic smash mouth even if DeMarco Murray gets hurt. And DeMarco Murray, as you know from back in Oklahoma and with Dallas, he has been injury prone and this is now rearing its ugly head again. If DeMarco Murray is nothing other than a full participant in practice, then I think you actually would be better served by putting Chris Carson in your lineup this week instead of DeMarco Murray. We have time for one more call here on the Fantasy Freestyle, and it is going to Brad in South Dakota. Brad in South Dakota, you have a question. Oh, Brad dropped. Okay, fine. Then we can go to, uh, let's go to Travis in Vegas, because what's supposed to happen in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas, but it's going to go on to the Fantasy Freestyle. Travis, you are on the Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats. How can I help you, man? Real quick, we're up against it. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for taking my call. I'm having a, a bit of a, a trouble selecting a running back. I got two running back spots and two flex spots. Uh, I got guys, but um, just three spots open. So I got Jay Ajayi, I got LaShawn McCoy, I got Chris Thompson, and I got Marshawn Lynch. Is this PPR? Um, right now, Landry is taking up. Yeah, yep, yep, PPR. Okay, um, so to me, Ajayi and Lynch are no-brainers. And to be quite honest, how can you not run out Shady McCoy? You know, I love Chris Thompson. I've been saying it all week long. I love, love, love Chris Thompson. But look at it this way also, Travis. What would you be more pissed off at on Monday morning? You know, like benching McCoy and seeing that he goes off for a McCoy kind of game or benching Chris Thompson and see that he kept it going. I think you'd be more pissed off if Shady McCoy was on your bench and he had two touchdowns and, you know, is back in rare form. So I think you got to play your stud. So I think you got to go Ajayi, Shady McCoy, and Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. Thanks to everybody for the calls right here on Fantasy Freestyle. If you didn't get to me, holler at me on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. I'll try to help you out there. You could always call back tomorrow at 844-843-6879. When we come back on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle, we tie a nice, neat little bow, and I tell you about uh, who will not be performing at the Super Bowl this year. Interesting story. Come on right back. We're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on right back. You heard. Fantasy.
Freestyle. Fundamentally, it's difficult to play on the offensive line. You're playing a contact position with pads, but you're practicing it without pads the majority of the time. I'm telling you right now, this is a trend that is not going to stop in the football season. These offensive lines are dog meat. So remember that when you make your fantasy football lineups on DFS or in accepting trades, whatever the case may be. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're uh, finishing up the show. And as always, let me remind you that if you like some of the picks that we're throwing out here, I personally like the under potentially on that Browns-Colts matchup. I don't think 41 points are going to get scored. But if you like it, go on over to mybookie.ag. Let me tell you something. Their reputation is rock solid. You get in-game live betting, which I always like to do as well. And they pay you back real quick, okay? They'll pay you back within two business days. And if you want to start an account right now, go on over to mybookie.ag. And as you register, enter the promo code FREESTYLE. They'll give you a 100% match bonus on your initial deposit. Like I said, I got a poll question up right now. Which of these offenses do you think can rebound the Bengals, the Giants, the Seahawks, or none of them? Right now, 56% of you have faith still in the Seattle Seahawks. It's got to be because you still have Russell Wilson, who has that escapability, you know, despite the offensive line woes. But, you know, even with Seattle, it used to be like that no one could beat them at home. Now I think it's almost flipped. It's like, who can they beat on the road? They did not look good at Lambeau Field. They got their win barely against what people think is a bad Niners team at home. But they go back on the road this week to take on the Tennessee Titans. I like Tennessee. I might have to go on over to mybookie.ag and throw a couple of shekels on the Tennessee money line right now. I told you uh, real quick. I was going to let you know who is not performing at the Super Bowl halftime show this year. It is not going to be Jay-Z. Apparently, they were in talks, but Jay-Z says, nah, 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 I don't want to do it. And here's the interesting part why. He says that if he did it, he doesn't want it to be seen that he's like following in the footsteps of his wife, Beyonce. So I think that is pretty, pretty interesting. He doesn't want to, you know, be... uh second fiddle in his own family playing the Super Bowl. So it won't be Jay-Z. We'll see who it will be and can they top the performances of the last couple of years with Lady Gaga, Katy Perry and the like. The last thing I want to mention to you guys, thank you to everybody who calls in. Thanks to everybody who follows me and asks me questions on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. If you go to my Twitter profile right now at Spittin' Speeds, the top thing up there right now is um, I put up a link for a good friend of mine uh, has a GoFundMe campaign going on right now. He's down in Mexico City. As you know, they just had that devastating earthquake down in Mexico City in the last 24, 36 hours, and there are buildings collapsing. Over 200 people are already dead. The search continues, and this is a serious, serious issue. My friend, he's a restaurant owner out there. He's had some damage to his restaurant, but more importantly, some of his staff has have literally lost everything. Okay, they've lost everything in their home. Some of their staff has also lost some loved ones. And so there is a GoFundMe campaign on my Twitter page right now, at Spittin' Speeds. Please go on over there. Check out the GoFundMe by my friend Dan DeFossi, El Pinche Gringo Barbecue. Okay, you know what that means if you're out there. It's great food, but more importantly, uh, some of the staff really need support as they are trying to rebuild not only their restaurant, but their home. 
homes and some of them even have already lost loved ones in this horrible 7.1 magnitude earthquake that took place right in the center of Mexico City. Unfortunately, these days there is no shortage of people who need our help, whether it be hurricanes and, and, and Hurricane Maria just slammed Puerto Rico today. As you guys know, dropping stats over beats, you'll soy Puerto Riqueño and um, some of my family is still out there as well, whether it's still Hurricane Harvey. You saw what J.J. Watt was able to do, Hurricane Irma for the folks out there in Florida. We heard about Hurricane Jose, now Hurricane Maria, now this national disaster down in Mexico of the earthquake. There are so many people out there that need our help. And listen, we're fighting blood cancer with DKMS, but if you got a couple of extra shekels after you win money by betting on mybookie.ag or you keep on leveraging all this advice that I'm giving to you, please do me a favor. Go to GoFundMe and help out those people in the Mexico City earthquake. Um, it really would warm my heart. I completely appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow profiling Thursday night football, and I'll give you my take on all of the games happening in week three. And, of course, we'll continue to take your calls, 844-843-6879. You already know what it is. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. I'll see you tomorrow, guys.